This, this is gonna be. This is gonna this be. Is gonna be this is a I podcast feel, to remember. I could feel pretty good yeah. about this. No joke. Oh. I feel good. Amazing things happen when you're well caffeinated and with your spouse. That's true. Hundred yeah. percent. Well, welcome to the podcast. Yes, uh, all of you. Welcome who are listening and watching, um, whether it be on iTunes or any other uh, listening form. media apparatus. Media apparatus. I love that media thing. apparatus. There's a whole bunch of media apparatuses. Yes. So whichever one you're listening on, thank you so much, um, and also watching on. Uh, today, we got Josh Bixler Hi. and a special guest today, wonderful Mrs. Jen Bixler. She's beautiful. I love her. She, she I is. Love she dear. is a, she I is glowing. She is he's, glowing. He's trying to suck up because anything I say right now. We are. I mean, there's really a general rule of no editing on podcasts. Um, this is true. I, I yeah, should have brought flowers. That's what I should have done. Yes, yes, you should have. So remember. From Josh Bixler's mouth, if you do a podcast with your wife, bring, bring flowers. flowers, chocolate, and any other things to sweeten the deal. Sweeten yes, the deal. he says it, but he doesn't do it. No, I'm a typical guy is what it is. So. <laughs> I'm a typical guy. Yes. You may figure out a lot about Josh that you've never known before. But we're not going to talk about that. Today. We're going to talk about the history <laughs> of flight test and how our exactly. spouses uh, have <laughs> blessed us through this journey. Exactly. And that's yeah. and that's one of the big things that while we're having Jen on today. Yeah. First of all, thanks, Jen, for being here. Um, the biggest thing was back when I first got hired, which is about two years, two years ago now, uh, we had, uh, your wife, mm -hmm. uh, my wife was shortly after, uh, Anna was working here. Uh, Alex's wife, Lindsay was working here. Yep. I mean, it was just, it was spouse central. It is funny. We get a spouse. She expects having a baby. She leaves. The next spouse steps in. She becomes yeah. expectant. And she leaves and has a baby. It's only happened three times. In, in, in 16 years, we are going to have a workforce like none other. Right. You know? <laughs> so it's, it's good. We're planning for the future. This is we future We have figured growth. out, though, that it only works if both spouses are working here. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know. We have, we have two young ladies here, and we, HR actually forbids us from warning them that they will get pregnant. I guess you're not not supposed to say that to people. So oh. so it's a little secret. They don't know this, but we are we are pretty sure it's only when both spouses are working okay. together that somehow you know little flight test babies are born. That, so, that's uh, totally okay. It's totally the okay. more the more FT babies and, there are, the better it is. And man, thank God for awesome wives in our lives. Mm -hmm. um, we can speak personally to your spouse. Uh, I can definitely speak to my bride and all the uh, wives in between. Mm -hmm. How they have moved flight test forward in a powerful way. Um, just, just so quickly. I mean, yeah. it, it's really, you know, God calls them our helpers for a reason Yeah, and it's cause us dudes need help. <laughs> That's very true. And Jen definitely helps out not yeah. only Josh, but everybody here at flight test. Yeah. So we, we thank you very much for that. It's I really do awesome. joke when we go on trips. I don't think I've ever told you this, but I will, I'm so used to working out with classrooms, you know, helping out school and stuff mm -hmm. that I will literally count all of you men every time we go somewhere to make sure everybody's with us. <laughs> I really do feel like I'm with you. Yes. And, and ever since Jen's been traveling in RVs with us, we have not lost a single person from flight yes, test. That is good. That is true. So it, it You're 100% right right now. Yeah. That's fantastic. So obviously, you've been here for a while, Jen. Yes. Obviously, since since the beginning with good old Joshua here. Sure. Day two. Um, day two. Day, two. Oh, nice. day one, I had a reality check. <laughs> I love was, it. He was trying to organize. Oh, dang. I can't even spell organize. <laughs> Seriously, it's not in my vocabulary. I love it. Yeah. So you've been here since the beginning, day two. Um, so talk to us a little bit about, you know, what your role was, uh, what it morphed into, um, what you do now, you know, that that kind of whole that kind of whole background. Give give us a little insight in from Jen Bixler's viewpoint. Because we know Josh's point. And no. but we have never seen it from Jen Bixler's. It side. is probably pretty close. We um when Josh decided to take the venture and quit his job and work full time for flight test, um <laughs> it was a bit of a change <laughs> in a lot of ways, I bet. Yeah. but he, we ended up moving in with his mom. It was going to be his mom and dad, but unfortunately his dad passed away before mm -hmm. we could move in. So the first day he decided to do this full time, the boys were off at school. He's off at work. And I mean, I love his mom. Don't get me wrong, but it was just the two of us all day. Okay. And we've got two women in one house. It's just, you don't want to overstep her. She doesn't want, it's different. It's yeah. different. And yeah. I didn't want to overstep. And so the next day. Or he came home that night and he's like, you know what? We're having a really rough time setting up the shop and organizing. And I was like, hey, I'll volunteer to go in and help you. <laughs> and then it began. Yes. And so I volunteered for, what, about two, three months. And yeah. then finally, uh, you guys were you. like, you know what? If you're going to hang out here that much, we're going to pay you. <laughs> Get on the payroll. <laughs> well, and, yeah. and she started, when she says the word helping and stuff, she didn't just help. She started developing systems, processes. Well, um, you guys would go shoot. 
Yeah. So I would pretty much be shipping and manufacturing at that point. Mm. It was, yeah. Yeah. Well, and shipping and manufacturing actually didn't even exist. And, and to give you background, because Jen's going to be modest about this, um, <laughs> the lifestyle we lived was was a very stable one. Um, mm. We, as part of a family business <laughs> of, on Jen's side, um, if anyone knows my background, I have a, a pretty big background in uh, automotive painting right. and restoration, things like that. So I worked with her wonderful brother-in-law to uh, to start a division um, in Corvette painting. And uh, that was Let's just say it very lucrative. It's a very, <laughs> yes, very, it was <laughs> very time consuming. I didn't see my family much, which was one of the reasons why we wanted to, to unplug. Planes doesn't quite bring it the same as Corvette parts. <laughs> no, it does not. But um, the reason why we moved in with my mom and uh, and unfortunately not my dad was uh, the amount of time we were away. We had mm-hmm. stability, we had finances, uh, but there wasn't a impact that was something that we were proud of. You know, there right. wasn't a a uh, a vision or a mission in life that was bringing a reward and to, to go home to your wife. And we were doing flight tests at that time, I think for a little over a year, um, coming up on two years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was like, you know, I was talking to her, we were praying about it. It's like, there's so much more the flight test could be. And well, and you were already designing planes yeah, for the YouTube shows. For free mm-hmm. plans and, and stuff And everybody like was asking, you know, why don't you guys make the kits? And yeah. So she yeah. basically let me unplug from a six figure job sell our home, completely get out of debt, and then move in with my mother. Now you know why I deserve flowers. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yes. if, if that's not a testimony to a Proverbs 31 woman yeah. to say, wow. yeah, I'll, I'll let you unfasten <laughs> from everything that could be stable and profitable to build foam airplanes. And at that time, we had roughly three airplanes we were planning on manufacturing. Well, in the very beginning, we only did the three-pack. We yeah. had the three-pack, we had um, control horns, firewalls, and then we had T-shirts, and that was it. Yeah, we had wow. under 10 SKUs starting the starting the store. And, and we were uh, so excited because we had made, I think, 99 of each plane, Yeah, of each three packs. We mm-hmm. had 99 ready to go. And we thought, oh, this is going to last us days, you know what I mean? We're going to be fine. <laughs> and they put it on the store, and yeah. they all sold out in one day and more. <laughs> so it was a lot of a lot of catching up, a lot of, yeah, there, <laughs> a lot of interesting times. There was a couple months. I, th- I remember you going home, picking up the kids, bringing them back. Yeah. And we were running the laser until like 10 in the morning. And uh, I don't, not, not at that shop, not the first one. Oh yeah. I said 10 in the yeah. morning too. It's 10 in the evening. Not yeah. 10, definitely not 10 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, no, we were in a, we were in a one car garage slash basement-ish yeah. area in the very yeah. beginning. Matter of fact, Small. the square footage in this production area right here is uh, probably about the same square footage we had. We'd have been lucky to have this much. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> half of it was split for storage. But yeah. um, what Jen did really early on was she developed a flow to take in raw stock, mm-hmm. manufacture, go to shipping, and then have outgoing. And it was basically like a horseshoe. And the kind of the cool thing is it's very still similar to this day um, down at uh, New Philadelphia where we manufacture. It's, it's more of a straight line now, thank goodness. Right. But it's really cool to see how uh, God blesses women with very organized, wonderful minds. I think the person brought in after me to kind of help us out was Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex because was the it next was hire. In the very beginning, it was once in a while just Alex and I down there working, and we'd only known each other a week, so it was kind of an interesting, <laughs> <clears throat> an interesting uh, time scenario. of it. Yeah, it was, yeah. Right. I was in a lot of meetings at that time. Right. It was a funny thing. A lot thing. of meetings, like a lot of shoots, and yeah. yeah. So he and I would oh, downstairs sure. ship it, yeah. you know, working. <laughs> and, and from there, you know, Alex obviously uh, had at that time it was a wonderful girlfriend, um, yes. but then Austin came in and. Uh, yeah. And uh, that's really when things changed uh, was when Alex and and Austin came in. I think the whole vision of flight test shifted at the end of year two. Shortly after we moved into this location. Yep. And that's that's kind of when the vision of flight test got redefined from let's just, you know, review planes and do kind of more of a of a, you know, top gear car and driver mentality. Mm -hmm. Let's let's actually start moving on a vision and mission, you know, that that's bigger than the airplanes. Right. And it took great people like Austin and Alex and, and obviously the faithful support of our, our awesome wives mm. um, to uh, to do that. And that's one reason why I think it's really cool to have our spouses on mm-hmm. uh, to tell that story. Yeah. yeah, Shipping and manufacturing was what I did for a long time. And once we moved in here, then we realized it was a little much for me to do it all by myself. And that is when we brought Alec, or, um, Austin's wife, Anna, in. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she helped me. Little did we know she was already expecting. Yep. Just very... <laughs> Yeah, right before we hired him. So yeah, and and it's really cool because uh, I think you, I mean, all the spouses get along so fantastic. Mm-hmm. It, it's really a special mm-hmm. testimony to the, the women, women we're married to. Yeah, because uh, there's harmony there. And I absolutely love that they keep having the babies because mine are too big. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife was just in with her, right? Yes. Yeah, Jen. And Jen too. does love the little ones, which I is do. awesome. I love the little ones. Good to have little FD babies yeah. running around, so she can be happy again right. once again having the little babies <laughs> in her arms. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite memory, Jen, of the of the early days with flight test? 
Oh gosh. I know there's so many. There really, there are so many. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, there's shipping manufacturing and then there's traveling. We did a lot of RV traveling with the guys and I was always the only, lady. the only lady there, which was kind <laughs> of an awkward scenario. Right. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of them. That's a tough question. Did she get to go with you guys to Europe? Did you no, guys? No, I did not. No. Okay. I figured that would probably be on the list if, if she any of the ones that go. are um, pretty awesome. I I stayed home for. <laughs> yeah, kid. we had kids. kids. We have to when read. we right. were yeah, but we did. We homeschooled the kids for a year too because mm-hmm. we okay. traveled so much in RVs and we took oh, wow. them along and yeah, yeah. It was a busy, it was a busy time That's for awesome. sure. And the first flight fest, I think I don't know if it's the best memory, but it's definitely one of the most crazy memories. Okay, because that's when he was talking about us picking up the kids, coming back in here, and we'd stay. So one, two in the morning, trying oh, to make airplanes crazy. to make enough for flight fest yeah, that first right? year. We and actually had a couch in my office where, we did. where the kids would sleep on. Yes. We had a TV in there and a couch and that would kind of be their spot. And yeah, we did that the first two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was, it was crazy trying to make them all and then come back yeah. early the next morning. And yeah. Yeah. Cause you were in manufacturing at that time mm-hmm. and shipping and stuff like that. So you were here I'm guessing you were helping running the laser. You were running the laser. Yeah, Al- was Alex here at that time as well, running the laser? Well, and, and you were there too. I mean, you came he in was running here the shortly laser. After. I was shortly yeah. after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the first flight test, I think we were kind of on our own with the laser. You yeah, and yeah. I flight fest. Yeah, I was there for the second flight fest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that was definitely just trying and then to turn just them out. Each huh? year, how how much it grows mm-hmm. and how much the store store right. grows and how much we learn and yeah, yeah. This year's going to be crazy. It, there's a powerful thing, like especially with flight tests, because it was chaos. And, and it, mm-hmm. to this day, anytime we interview someone for a job. It's uh, we give them a reality check. Like what every day is going to be is managed chaos. Because it really is. Everything you're, you're looking at the industry, how it shifted. And you're looking at obviously comparing everything to our vision, but the weather's bad. What do we do? We're still mm-hmm. going to be putting on an episode. Do we, right. you know, we think on our feet and um, you need it when you have spouses and you have your wives kind of working hand in hand with you, suddenly managing that chaos, coming home with those crazy things that you got to overcome. You have not just one person tackling that problem, but you have two. Right. And, uh, well, and you guys are all, and I mean this in the best way possible, very <laughs> unique group of guys. I mean, because yes, when you indeed. guys have to work, you really get down, you get the work done. But you guys are also like a bunch of kids. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when you need to, you have the most fun. He just yes, got, got his yeah. hands up in the air like this. But it really is because, I mean, I'll come in and there will be cars flying through the air and quads buzzing. Shipping, yeah. that's another memory of shipping. Oh, my gosh, yes. It, it didn't bother me as much because I was used to it, but we'd be back there shipping in quads would just fly back and forth, you know, all the time. (laughs) And I think it did intimidate Lindsay a little bit when she first started, she had to kind of get used to that part of it. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely a a unique environment, but you guys are all, we kind of compartmentalize. It's kind of funny. Even when I see people come in, we're doing a shoot, we're laughing, we're having fun. Mm -hmm. And the second the shoot's done, it's not like, okay, you know, that part's over, but we'll instantly, we all have secondary roles, you know, Mm -hmm. depending on how you look at it. And we'll jump back in those roles immediately. And it's, it's, Almost like we're, I don't say um, like a polar opposite kind of thing, but we'll definitely jump from one train of thought to another. Yeah. And once there's an opportunity, we go back to play hard. Yeah. And, right. uh, true. you know, we really, you know, we love it when people say, wow, it looks like you guys have a lot of fun because they're 110% right. But having our, our wonderful wives, especially in manufacturing, things that had to be done regularly every single day um, to a very high standard was so important because we yeah. couldn't, there's no way we could keep up with that uh, amount of work. Uh, with the with the kind of work we had to do, one hundred percent. And you guys are all uh, cool. very humble too, because we'll go to events and people are very excited to meet you all. I mean, very excited. And you guys are still to this day shocked that people yeah. want to meet you. We're excited and to meet them. It's yeah. it's fun. It's and fun that, to watch. And that's the coolest thing about you know not only people here at Flight Test but the community itself. They they really put their just like we put our heart and soul into what we put into to Flight Test. They put their heart and soul into not only loving us, but growing the community, loving the community, yeah. doing whatever it takes to put the best foot forward of flight test. Yeah. And they're not even employees. No. Right. They're, they're right. volunteers. Some people are just fans slash community members. I don't really like the word fans. Community right. members of, because they really are a part yeah. of us. Even though we don't give them a check every month, they, they push us forward. Oh. You know, <laughs> just looking at the forums, how people help each other. It um, is. You look amazing. At, you look at other forums and stuff and there's, there's always, you know, the comments, oh, just go Google it where people don't do that in the flight test community. They, uh, they take their time and they, they, they help people through, even with, you know, Hey, I, I'm, I want to get into models. I want a Mustang with a nitro engine. They don't immediately start digging on that person. They're like, right. well, 
you know, friend, here, here's why you shouldn't probably go that pathway. Right. And I did a selfish time through flight test that I, I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, probably one of the highlights and honestly it doesn't have a lot to do with flight test <laughs> but when we were at the AMA Expo last year and I think you know what I'm going to say you know exactly what you're going to say we had a gentleman come up to us and he, he was he said he was a fan of the show so I will use that because that's what he said and he gave us a gift and it was a poster Planes Fire and Rescue I Planes, believe Fire it was and, Rescue, and yeah. he works on the Disney movies as one of the animators oh. huge fan of the show and I actually remembered his name because we'd shipped packages to him oh. and since it was Juan Hernandez Disney Studios, Toontown, I was so excited. I still have that picture of that label on my phone. <laughs> she does too. But he, he was so nice that he yeah. let us tour the studios. And that was that was a that huge was, memory. For, I'm I'm a big fan of yeah. Wands. <laughs> for, for my wife, that is the uh, the ultimate work perk. Yes, was it getting was. to go back studio and see Disney. If anyone well, knows my I, wife, she's she loves Disney. I do. She well, loves. and I, I got to take my picture with him and he was so shocked that I wanted my picture with him. <laughs> that same weekend we made a we met a guy from 98 Degrees, which I could have cared less, whatever. Yeah. But I was like this guy, you know, he draws for Disney. And since then, we've seen the two movies, two of the movies he's worked yeah. on. So I which, was, which movies are those? He worked on um, Moana. Well, Moana. Yeah. And okay. then, oh, my gosh, I can't remember the one with the bunny in the fox. Oh, Zoo, Zootopia. Zootopia. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Both those are his, movies, and he's so. worked on planes also. Yeah. But. Okay. Since we've met him, those are the two he worked on. That's and we got amazing. to see behind the scenes photos and just, yeah. so that was a pretty So there is experience. a favorite memory. There, there is, is a favorite memory. Favorite. That one there like is. popped up yeah. once Good. we started talking. <laughs> well, and I think the cool thing with our spouses working and, and there's actually, and I want to ask you because your wonderful wife worked there too. And mm-hmm. we obviously can't have all the wives on in this episode. Um, but um, the neat thing with the spouses is we not only had spouses working with us during work, but we really feel strongly about stay-at-home moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, giving them the ability to continue to raise their kids and, and not have to compromise on that. So we had a whole network of moms actually assembling small packs. Uh, my right. sister-in-law was one. Uh, we had pastor's wives. Mm-hmm. Um, it was such a cool thing to see, you know, early on in the days that we were able to have a vision, have a, have a mission and values and really kind of walk that line with it. But it was also blessed mm-hmm. uh, under those uh, those guidelines. And uh, it was really this coolest feeling seeing all these wonderful uh, moms' wives coming in with armfuls of, uh, of power packs and different things. Oh, yeah. Linkage stoppers. Um, and, and <laughs> linkage stoppers. Oh my goodness. And, and they were done accurately. They were done to such a high standard. Um, it was just awesome. Yeah. Uh, your wonderful wife worked with us for quite a while too. Yeah. She was down in, uh, at Lauren in, in manufacturing, but she started here at this shop yes. right. when, uh, when we were doing manufacturing and shipping here, obviously we grew, uh, larger than we could, uh, hold <laughs> yes. here. Let's just at say the time. we were one spark away from a whole bunch of people going up in smoke. <laughs> right. Too many people in indeed, one small building. Indeed. <laughs> And so we we moved down there, and she kind of uh, took that on as, yes. as her little. Um, she uh, moved into kind of the shipping manager. Yeah, at that she was point. kind yeah. of shipping manager at that point, and went down to Lauren and kind of just moved everything in there, got everything ready to go, um, and then for about a year, about a year or so, a year mm-hmm. and a couple months, something of that nature, um, she worked down there uh, until she got pregnant and got to the point where she just. Wasn't comfortable anymore working in that environment because it was hot and just a lot of stuff going on and couldn't waddle around as much as she would like to, you know. <laughs> Sorry, sweetheart. Um, but yeah, she she did a great job and and she really enjoyed uh, most of what she was doing and yeah. she she loves flight tests. She talks about it to this day that she would love to come back and work with Jen just because oh. you know they had such a good relationship and they enjoyed just just enjoyed working with each other and they got stuff done. Oh my let's, just, let's just put it that way. They got stuff done. What? It was the most fun. Yeah. with the different wives because we each had a different uh relationship as they'd move in because mm-hmm. you know everybody's so different yeah and you would forget as you're back there just chatting it up you know and working that all the guys in the shop can hear everything you're saying so <laughs> that's so true. Just talk about a convicting moment there <laughs> yeah you know it, it, it was awesome to see them together and yeah. you know i love to this day um your wonderful wife was here today mm-hmm. uh, with mm-hmm. your beautiful baby mm-hmm. uh, who's a boy which is awesome little because man. we have crazy first little boy and, and by the way max is here max is here as well you didn't know that max decides to bargain whoever he wants yes he does <laughs> it's, it's the way max rolls um but your your wonderful bride with uh, with the little baby was here and uh and then anna was here mm-hmm. yes. um and uh, it's just so cool to see to this day even when they don't have to come in Mm-hmm. To see him coming back in the family, and yeah. hopefully yeah. someday with with a new location, I want to see this place become a place where whole families can come, right? And I have fun so. and fellowship and, and make memories. Yep. They don't need to see us. They don't need to talk to <laughs> us. They can go out and use use the playground uh, for their own purposes. Get but, a kit, uh, build a kit, fly a kit, hang out, have some food, pick up the pieces, see, when see other people, help other people with yes. their stuff. Yep. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that that is a community movement. Yes, yes. It is. that is what we're looking for. 
you guys have already started the process. Yeah. We're just we're just putting in a facility to allow it to facilitate yeah. that that movement. Um, you guys have done all the heavy lifting. We appreciate yeah. that. And we just want to give you the opportunity to do that on a regular basis with our new location and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, we're trying to move forward in that and yeah. see where that goes. We're working but. hard. And you, you said it so perfectly, uh, Stefan. Uh, we really want to turn it like a community is capable of very bad things as well as very good things. Mm-hmm. Um, families are, are still, you know, they're good but they can sometimes be dysfunctional as we yep. know. Uh, we want to see flight tests go from a community to a family, which I think we're at to a movement. And the movement is really where people use their passions, their hobbies to do something bigger than that, right. you know, and, and, you know, use aviation as a tool to build memories, build relationships, um, inspire people, enable people. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen does a really cool job with uh, printing out when, um, by the way, that's yeah, what I was just going to say. Yeah. Once uh, Liz kind of took over as manager, I went into customer service right. and right along with what you guys are talking about, um, of course, there's always issues with customer service. You know, maybe they got a wrong part or something was damaged. But my favorite emails are the ones where people are sharing their story, maybe sending some pictures. And um, we started, I don't know, a little over a year ago, printing those off and hanging those up at the shop, yeah, right. sending emails out, a blast email to everyone so everyone can read that. And I think it really helps you to, helps us to stay on task and to realize we are touching, you know, these people's lives and, and these silly little planes are making yeah. a difference and bringing people together and, Hearing those stories are, are really awesome. Yeah. Either the source of frustration or the source of great joy and something really <laughs> special that'll last longer than the airplane itself. And uh, yeah, we take that really seriously. And yeah. it's really cool as a reminder as you're walking by, even in fulfillment, we make sure everyone in the company gets those emails and we pass right. along, unless they ask specifically to have it kept private, of course. There's, right. there's, a, right. there's a handful that we, we keep inside. Um, well, we keep them within the, the flight test yeah. crew. We don't send yeah. it outside we, of that. We basically <laughs> honor the wishes of what they what they spoke. Yeah, but, great. Um, but wow, it, it's enough to reduce you to tears um, mm-hmm. to see how these silly foam planes and the silly hobby can really be something so much more powerful. And it, I think for me, it helps to motivate, you know, to keep going. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, yeah. and it is, it is it's a good not thing. a nine to five job. No, it's There's not. nothing nine to five about flight right. tests. And, and that's the thing with, I mean, we've seen so many different emails, letters, mm-hmm. things. Coming. I Now that I'm the community engagement manager, I get some handwritten letters from yeah kids age yes. seven yes. to, to men and women ages 97. Yeah. Right. I get a lot of different things and I see a lot of things that she forwards to all mm-hmm. of us. Um, it really does. Cause you, you're going to in business and in, in life in family in community, whatever, you're going to have the people that are upset or just that hate this or that. And you're going to have a lot of those. You're, you're going to see those, but even just one of those, quality emails that says thank you for what you do mm-hmm. erases yeah 10 20 30 100 of those bad emails and you're like okay this is yeah. why we do what we do yeah and it's such well, so. it's such a blessing it's such an awesome situation and we love pictures. seeing pictures and kind of connecting that way with people is awesome mm-hmm. as well all and, right. and so, the, so gotta, right now you just gotta tease us because we we go from those really heartfelt moments i right, know to these powerful two standing back there to, to this situation right here all right <laughs> If anyone's guessing what's going on, um, we have the artist, artist that is uh, uh, Chad Lewis, and we have the crazy guy, which is uh, TJ, and they're basically making a huge, 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 giant um, race quad. Correct. And doing it very accurately, by the way. And uh, Chad, so that's never- a TBS, TBS antenna, yep. right? Yep. And then they're doing another large scale with some foam and some... Pex pipe of whatever PVC pipe, whatever. You're you're an artist. Uh, we're, Man, Chad does so really well. We'll yeah. you'll see coming up here in the future with some episode that's, stuff. That's that crazy. He he is very talented at what he does. Yeah. Thank you, Chad, for we're, all that you do. We're continually surprised with all the crazy stuff, the talents that he has. And um, I don't want to segue off this, but obviously my wonderful bride is here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of our spouses, we owe them big time. Hundred percent for investing into our lives personally, inspiring us to be better men, but also for where they've taken a flight test. And I especially owe my wonderful wife for not bringing up all the dirt she has on me. Right. That's and in another podcast. We were hoping to get some of that. Maybe next time when she's on, we'll, we'll see there if we can dig a little deeper. Done. Anytime you can Love call it. me, you have yeah. my number. Right. We'll, we'll yeah. <laughs> number down and Sweat below and in the description. Yes. <laughs> we'll, have a, we'll have a call yeah. line. Don't call worry. Somebody. All you have to do is have the wrong product shipped to you and you'll be talking to my wife. <laughs> Most of the time. Now, and it's, and it's cool to think that Obviously, because Jen's here and, and we talk about a sp- spouses often. Yeah. To to kind of take what 
we always talk about with the community side of things, there's always a wonderful woman behind the scenes allowing for the man to go and do yeah. those crazy projects and put everything on the kitchen table like we talked about a couple of weeks ago. It also allows for you to travel. Yeah. It allows for you to, like you were talking at, about earlier, it allows for Josh to travel and go and do things that maybe he wouldn't be able to normally do if either she wasn't on board or, you know, she wasn't able to, <laughs> to watch the, the kids from, from back. And there's not, there's nothing, there's no issue with having a woman work and do the things that she needs to do to feel accomplished. Yeah. We just obviously have been part of she, a lot of women who work from either home or are stay at home moms. Yeah. And it has allowed you to travel with, with the, the flight test core team yeah. or even by yourself whether that be to China, to to Europe, Europe anywhere, yeah. um, but specifically in this podcast, uh, back down to Florida, yes, uh, another time for a little bit of an update and a little bit of an awesome situation that you guys got to enjoy it's down there. Literally a dream come true. Right. Uh, she opened up a door uh, of opportunity that allowed me to take it to. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! To <laughs> I wasn't one hundred percent on board with this one. Let's just say she didn't say no enough times. <laughs> no. <laughs> he jokes. Yeah, yeah, he jokes. But yeah, it's I was really trying serious. to really give you the praise for this. But <laughs> right. by by the way, just just so you guys know, if anyone knows me, the fact that I'm even alive is a testimony to my awesome wife because I forget to even eat. Yes. No, I, he seriously does. He he forgets to eat, drink, go to the bathroom. It's ridiculous. I don't forget sometimes. to go to the bathroom. Oh, at Flight Fest, you do. Okay, yeah, there's the one time. There's the um, one time. Yeah, but uh, it's it, it's it's awesome. Like the things she actually keeps me on track with. And, right. And, uh, Real quick, while keeping you on track, before you go on to what I know you're going to talk about now, there one more thing they need to know about you. For those that were at Flight Fest this past year, yeah, it was kind of a secret at the time, but a lot of people would ask where Josh was. And there was one day for about two hours, Josh had only gotten two hours of sleep the two nights previous. So he was literally exhausted. Yeah, it was the two nights. Like the Friday to Saturday, I literally uh, stayed up through the whole night and actually got back yeah, in my so car. So in two nights, he literally got two hours of sleep. So he oh was just goodness. dead on his feet, exhausted. Yeah. So he went to the back behind the tent or behind the uh, curtain mm-hmm. in the store tent to get me something and fell asleep. So he was sleeping back there for a good two hours and it yeah. cracked me up because people would come asking where Josh is. And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know. He's sitting right behind me. He's remember. like five feet from you if you just move the curtain. I didn't didn't realize what happens. But when you don't get that much sleep, you start slurring and you can't mm-hmm. complete thoughts. And um, I, I would agree. I remember that. Yes. I didn't realize I how scary. bad it was until uh, until but later anyway. On. So, yeah, if go I, on with your story. If I did talk to anyone at Flight Fest and I didn't sound like, if I, let's just be honest. If I sounded like I was drunk, I was not drunk. That is correct. Sleep he was yes, he couldn't. And, he uh, couldn't think. <laughs> this year, I'm going to do a better job at not doing that. But um, good man. Yeah, my wonderful wife gave me an opportunity. Um, if anyone knows me, I, I love flight, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of I'm not sentimental with objects, but I am sentimental with memories because of how they affected me. And a lot of that is, uh, you know, with with general aviation, and mm-hmm. that's that's the initiative we started uh, because it's the, the gateway to so many powerful memories. That's right. And uh, my wife made it possible for me to uh, to purchase a Pete and Pull Air Camper, which is a childhood dream. Then. Um, you know, I haven't, I don't do it on my private yet. I'm still working on my private, so I haven't gotten to fly my kids, but we go out and work on it regularly. She opens up those doorways for me to have those memories with my kids. And, and uh, God bless her for that because it's, it's a time commitment on her part, a resources commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I have is a terrible fear of heights and, uh, <laughs> planes aren't, you know, which is kind of ironic. It right, is, but right. you know, anyone that flies knows that, you know, when you're strapped into an airplane, it's a whole different thing. You're right. just like driving a car in the sky. And, um, but I went hot air ballooning and it was still terrifying and uh, <laughs> got the opportunity to learn how to fly powered paragliders, uh, which is, you know, a lot of people call powered parachute, para wings. You know, there's so many terms that are, are not correct, but I still butcher them. Right. Um, <laughs> but we got to go out and kind of get a teaser and we learned how to kite. And then uh, the opportunity opened up just three weeks later. Uh, that was the only real window of opportunity for us and for Aviator PPG. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden I'm going to my wife. It's like, we have the opportunity to go down for five days and do this right and learn and, and document a whole right. bunch of content. And, um, yeah, you were still up on the air about like whether powered paramotoring was uh, – powered paramotors, powered paragliders were necessarily something that you were okay with me doing. Right. And uh, she gave me the green light. And uh, we went down there. Yeah. And- Not that I didn't want you to, but it was probably the most – outside of your comfort zone of anything <laughs> yeah. you've ever done. And that I think that was more of what made me nervous. Yeah, okay. it was it was honestly one of those things. Like I have, uh, and if anyone knows my family, it seems like irrational fears kind of run into it. You have <laughs> something in your mind that is a hurdle you just can't get over. Yeah. And for this, it was not only a passion to learn this aspect of flight and go through it, but it was also like, i got to face this thing or it's going to start really kicking my butt. Yeah. And I, I shouldn't be, you know, 38 years old having things that I can compartmentalize, knowing it's an irrational fear and the fear of heights. And then that lack of trusted gear is, is one of them. So yeah. 
Uh, we went down there, and, and by the way, shout-outs to uh, Miss Lindsay, which is Alex's wife, and Miss Anna, hmm. which, by the way, Austin, unfortunately, had to leave the day on Anna's, uh, birthday. On Anna's birthday. Yeah. And uh, talk yeah. about testimony to loving wives. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we went down there, and we fulfilled a dream. And uh, there was a point flying with these great guys from Aviator where they actually got all four of us to solo, uh, Chad Lewis, myself, Austin, and Alex. And we went through the training. We're going to be showing the content on that training and our experiences going through it. Uh, Mind you, not how to do it. You got to go and get proper training. The whole focus on these uh, five to seven episodes we're going to do is to show the value of what a great experience you'll have when you do it right. Um, I can promise you, if you want to go ahead and shortcut that, you're going to put your life in danger, other lives in danger. Even if you get out of it and and, and learn how to do it, the path you take is going to be so much more complicated, stressful, expensive. Um, The training is worth 10 times the money you put into mm-hmm. it. And uh, there was a, there's a point where on the last day of flying, uh, he took me up to 1200 feet and wow. uh, I didn't want to go there. There's a thing where you cross <laughs> your legs if it's a no and you kick your legs if it's a yes. And he's like, okay, I want you to, uh, to give it full power and climb <laughs> and keep climbing. And th- by the way, uh, what's his name? Uh, Eric Farewell has yeah. a, I, th- I think he hypnotizes us. <laughs> he has his voice and it's like, okay, pressure pressure. I heard that on the videos he would say. And it just soothes you. And without that voice in your ear the first time around, because when you solo, you don't have any dual instruction in the air. Right. It's just you, the kite and the motor. It's ground training, simulators, everything up. And when you go up in the air for the first time, you are literally on your own. There's no winch. There's no nothing. Yeah. And and they do take you through winch toes and things like that. But there is, there's no dual instruction like you get normally in conventional aircraft. And, um, but you have this awesome still voice in your ear that is giving you instruction. And uh, basically he said, just be a good robot and listen. And I could blindfold you now and talk you through a whole thing. And I was like, okay, yeah, he's a little arrogant. He is. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Eric. <laughs> sorry. Well, no, that was my thing. He's like, if you guys, and he said it right in the beginning, if you guys can trust me, um, he goes, I could blindfold you and talk you through this. And I was like, you know, you want instructors to be confident in their skills. Yeah. Um, he was not lying. And I a hundred percent believe that because the very first thing they started in this course was not, the principles of paramotors, the components, those kind of things. It was his story. Yeah. And then the next instructor shared his story. And the next instructor shared his story. It was about two hours of literally them sharing their heart, their passion for flight, their passion for teaching, and and how it changes people's lives. And wow. at the end, all of them left a, a, a statement basically in their own words saying, this aspect of flight is going to change your life. And um, that was powerful. And I was like, okay, awesome. you know, aviation does change your life. I can buy into that. But he did make that comment, and, and yes, I 100% agree now. He could blindfold anyone if they would listen to him and not think inside their own head. He could talk them through anything. Wow. But Eric was uh, – he knew my fear. I, w- I shouldn't have said anything because that immediately made him put the finger on it. It was like, okay, we're <laughs> going to get you over this. And um, my, my favorite memory, yes, it was soloing, but there was a point. He's like, I'm taking you up over 1,000 feet. And I was like kicking my legs, crossing it. No, 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 no. And he's like, don't you say no to me. And so I'm I'm following, I'm being a good robot, holding into that throttle, giving it a break, going up again. And by the way, the Nitro 200 motor, 176 pounds of thrust on your back. Wow. Wow. It was awesome. Beast mode. Yeah. It would take me two hours to get the high with the peak. Um, But (laughs) there's a point when he finally let me level off. And that's when you, when you go from a 45, you're looking at the sky and you level off, the, the canopy kind of overtakes you for a second and then backs off. And then you look down and you get this fear of vertigo. And uh, it was early in the morning and I looked out and there was a point where it was absolute terror because you're not obstructed. The the seat is so comfortable, but except for your leg straps, everything kind of moves away from you six inches. So you're totally just sitting in a lawn chair in the sky. Wow. And uh, it was terrifying. And, and then all of a sudden you look at God's creation, you look at the beauty and all that fear gets pushed out with that beauty. Wow. And uh, at that point, I'm not saying I'm not scared and I'll go on the top of any building, but it took away every <laughs> ounce of fear. And uh, I owe my wife and I own uh, Aviator PPG for that because well, – uh, I would say you you wouldn't call a lot on that trip. It was probably the least you've ever called, but when he would call in the evenings. Yeah. I could definitely tell he was nervous and excited because usually on work trips, anytime he calls, it's quick. It's super quick. It's super to the point. Um Sometimes he's falling asleep, <laughs> but this time he would call me and it was hilarious. He would talk nonstop 
for like 10 or 15 minutes. And I mean, we would finally just put the phone on speaker and set it on the table beside us and go about our stuff because he's just like talking like crazy. And so I knew, you know, the excitement and the nerves was just flowing. Yeah, pretty good. This doesn't happen overnight. And uh, there there is something that's not like flying an aircraft, you know, where you're you're having this great experience. I kind of compare the peak and pulls like going back in time with an airplane and you're, you're looking down and it feels like you've gone back to the 1920s and 30s. And that's something I love with this. It's almost like God gave you two sets of wings on his back and said, go have fun. Right. And, uh, and that was, I think the two different experiences. If you want to see a beautiful sunset or a beautiful sunrise early in the morning with the fog on the ground, um, grab a, grab a power paraglider. Um, if you want to see, uh, I keep saying I'm a power paraglider, PPG, just grab P- a PPG. PPG. Yeah. <laughs> right. There it is. <laughs> um, I, I did say right, power paraglider. Yeah, you did. Um, I, I was saying <laughs> second guessing himself yeah, now. Wow, um, <laughs> it's all good. More coffee. The coffee uh, just came in today, so <laughs> yeah, we were having coffee. It was terrible. Um, but if if you want to uh, go from point A to point B, then obviously get an aircraft, and they both have unique rewards. And and now I can definitely say they both are going to have a place in our lives, yeah, uh, in a cool way. And and our hope is uh, to uh, to get Noah, my oldest son, and eventually Michael involved in okay. uh, Michael's a bit too too light yet yeah yeah that makes sense he'll yeah, get there it's like a two to one thrust ratio on him right now but uh <laughs> but Noah luckily he's born of uh of gen stock with athletic blood so he has some muscle and some weight to him. I don't know if I have the athletic blood but <laughs> I know your family they're all athletic but um so that's really exciting so now the dream of kind of doing an activity with your family is coming to reality and uh, cool. going back to aviation it's just it's crazy cool how so many aspects of aviation can open up doors of opportunity to to make memories, to, to build relationships. And we're looking forward in this content coming up to, to really showcase that. That's awesome. Now <clears throat> we, we talk about a lot of different things. We talk about community stuff. We talk about Florida. We talk about mm-hmm. our wives. Um, we also want to have the opportunity to um, experience things that we have never experienced, mm-hmm. which is what we talk about with, with power paragliders. Mm-hmm. Obviously to have Jen allow you to do that, it's something <laughs> huge. You have to have that strong lady in the background to do so. So yeah. Jen, thank you for allowing him to do so. I know the community thanks you obviously <laughs> for that because now they get to see it in action. They get and to hear that terrible laugh of mine. Right. Right, it's terrible. It's great. It, no, it's you guys I love did, it. I love it. She loves it. We love it. I did tease him when he got home though. He bought some some shoes, I guess, to go paragliding and whatever it is you we doing. need to grip your shoes well, right. he, he need to grip your shoes and so i was teasing him when he got home because the shoes he picked out are um i'm a cheapskate they are the ugliest <laughs> shoes you have ever seen in your life <laughs> she literally told me she's like it's not an argument of whether someday i get a power paraglider it's like you're not gonna fly with those shoes are you and i'm like what's wrong <laughs> they with are you? Bad. i felt like a stud all right <laughs> i thought i was the man i was walking with a swagger it was and yeah the shoes the other thing too was i came home in a blue shirt Oh yeah, mm. I because it was it was pretty late at night. It was like one in the morning. Yeah, so I was upstairs in bed, and that night we'd heard a lot of noises because I always get a little nervous yeah. in the nights when he's gone, you know, because it's just me, the boys, and the dog. And um, so anyway, I kept hearing something, so I called him, and no, it wasn't him. He wasn't home, so I'm like, okay, it's all right, you know, it's probably just the wind or whatever. We've had a lot of windy days. It's true. Well, about an hour and a half later, I hear it again, and this time it was louder, and I'm starting to freak out. I'm thinking, oh my gosh, he's on his way home, and we're all gonna be killed. <laughs> But anyway, so I call him again. This time yeah. it was him, thank goodness. Right. So I rolled back over and I started going to sleep. I figured I'll just come up. Well, I rolled over and looked, and there's a man with a blue shirt, like a light blue shirt in my room. I freaked out because I don't wear he blue. he only wears black. Flight <laughs> <That's laughs> awesome. test is it like black flight test shirts? Yeah, it took me a. The first me a words out of my mouth is not "hello, dear." It's like. You're wearing blue. You're wearing blue. Why are it's, you wearing blue? It's excitement. Yeah. Because yeah, even when he thing. dresses up, he'll he'll be silly and he'll wear flight test under anything he's dressed up. So he's mm-hmm. constantly got um, flight test on no matter where we're going or go. what we're doing. Yeah. Well, that's funny so, that you say that is because he, today he's yes. in, he's in blue. navy blue. Navy yes. blue. Which we actually have a couple new things coming to the oh, store. A couple new shirts. I would have been shocked had he wore... This one right. or the this red one. The, this is the Kraken <laughs> shirt. This will be a different color, but. Not right. the blue you're looking for. Right, not no. the blue I'm looking for, but this is a blue that we were looking yep. for, and that's yes. actually going to be coming out here. Uh, and we'll tease a little bit. We're going to be doing a uh, limited supply yep. release on some new shirts. Uh, when they're out, they're out. They're gone. Uh, so it's a limited limit supply, uh, limited time release, and we're going to get, I think we're going to get 100 of the blue and 100 of the red, Yep. and we're going to... Essentially, they're, when they're gone, they're gone. So 
definitely snatch them up. They'll be coming here shortly. Uh, we will do some more information on that. We'll have some links down below uh, whenever we get them in and we'll, we'll get we're, those going. And I'm excited about that. Cause there's so many cool, like you're wearing, like we, we had, these are obviously samples we're wearing, mm-hmm. uh, but you're wearing the release, the Kraken shirt, you mm-hmm. know, and you have the Kraken logo on there and yep. stuff. So how cool is it that we're going to, you know, be able to kind of go into different things community suggested and also weird stuff we thought about. Right. Um, if you have, if you have comments, leave them down below. We'd love yeah. to hear what you would want to see on a t-shirt. It's colors, styles, logos, all that and stuff. Also, if anyone's an artist, Yes. We, we need some caricatures, not of us, but maybe some fun playing, some, mm-hmm. some fun ideas. Um, definitely leave co- comments down below because we yes. really, would really like to connect with an artist Indeed. Uh, to help us make some of these shirts really fun. Indeed. Now, to, to finish off today's podcast, um, I'd love to read a couple questions from the community. Uh, we're going to do this, obviously, like I said, most almost every week, if not try to do it every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, I'm going to have Jen take uh, take a stab at this. You can choose three any three of these questions. Any, any three questions that you want, um, and we will we will answer them. Either me or Josh. Probably, I think most of them are, are uh, represented toward Josh. But you can ask three this of those questions, me, and it? we will finish off that podcast this way. That this podcast that way. Because uh, these love, are all about that. airplanes. I'm trying to look for other questions. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> He's always looking for the pointy ones. Let's see. Um, trying to see which ones. <laughs> well, I don't know this okay. one. I what. Is the one asking about a MIG-3? Because I can talk about that. Just saying. Do you want me to just make up a question? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about, how about the... Uh, about new points? Yeah, there's two, I think, yeah. about Go new ahead planes. Go ahead and ask yeah. one of those. Yep. There, there are two. Let's see. Um, trying to figure out which one it is. Yes. Brandon Pierce, he wants to know, when will you be making some new models? Well, it's a good thing that you asked that, Brandon. <laughs> good question, Jennifer. Um, very soon. Actually, we, we come out with about a model a month, just mm-hmm. so you know. Um, yep. We have a new design or a community collaboration or something kind of flight test generated at least once a month. Um, oftentimes, our goal is to have a multi-rotor release and a aircraft release right. uh, each month. So uh, behind Stefan's head is the long-awaited MiG-3. And uh, that MiG-3 is really... <laughs> That was not the MiG-3. That's not the MiG-3. That's the MiG-3. There we go. Um, We got this coming out. This is going to be the end of March is our goal, providing the weather cooperates. Right. And uh, this is actually a really cool story behind this. This is a community collaboration with Mm -hmm. a gentleman named, uh, that goes by Nerd Nick. Little Nerd Nick. Or uh, Nick Lechner. Did I get that right? Nick Lechner? Lechner or Lechner? One of the two. We'll get get that right, Nick. We'll get it right. Nerd (laughs) Nick is what he goes by in the forums. Uh, But about two years ago, um, this was actually going to be a release at the Mm -hmm. time. And uh, that and the Shinden were kind of coming out hand in hand. Right. We were having some problems with the Shinden. We wanted to release them as buddies. And uh, so we put on the back burner, but we also wanted to – you want to take that back yeah, burner? Yeah, take that okay, back. Sorry. Yeah. We also uh, wanted to get things right. Now, the really cool thing about Nick is uh, he has a passion for speed and, right. and, uh, and really fine detail on things. He, mm-hmm. uh, I think he kind of talks about how he likes to push foam to the extreme. High performance. Yeah. High performance and stuff. And uh, one thing with Flight Test Vision is we like ease of build, fun experiences – Quick time. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a cool collaboration because uh, you guys could this day, you can actually go to nerdnick.com. You can download the free plans mm-hmm. and uh, and you can build one of his beautiful MiG-3s. Right. What we did with his uh, permission was we actually took it and I want to say like kind of like flight testified it. Yep. And uh, so we made the build experience a little bit more simple, mm-hmm. uh, put things like top hatches on, just, just kind of did the things that we normally do. Right. A folds, B folds, so anyone can build it. And uh, that one only reaches about 89 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but it's very conventional build. So we're going to do a release coming in the near future. And one thing we've done that we're really excited about is uh, we're getting rid of poster board. We're trying to get techniques now that people can use to no longer need poster board right. as much for structural stuff. And if you look at our warbirds, oftentimes you'd see as poster board turtle decks, uh, poster board uh, front uh, cowling areas, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the new water-resistant foam board is very moldable and very usable. And you can even do this with the white. Um, right. There's a grain to it, and we're going to be talking about that in the build videos. Uh, but this is going to be the first warbird with uh, no poster bird tur- turtle deck. That's and, awesome. Uh, the rigidity and, yeah. and the finish looks so much nicer now. It does um, look good. I've I've seen the the fin- almost finished product. Yeah, and it looks it looks awesome. It's it's exciting now. I mean, the goal of these planes is they shouldn't be you know only last a couple of weeks. We want them to last a lot longer than right. that. 
And with the water resistant foam board now, they can last a year and they're paintable. So, yeah. you know, we got to get that poster board out of the picture. So yeah. what we did with this one is going to be the very first one that has uh, a poster board turtle back. We're planning on going backwards now into the Spitfire and the Mustang right. and actually do a version two on both of them. Right. Um, Spitfire is going to get a landing gear. Uh, hopefully they're both going to get flaps and they're both going to get poster board treatment to their uh, turtle decks and front callions and stuff like that. Revamping. I Revamping, top hatches, things like that. So um, kind of a, a relaunch of some more birds, some old ones that are familiar, but with some new techniques that we've learned and we've grown through. And then uh, the MiG-3 is going to kind of be the launch for all that. Cool. Shindin's going to be following it as well too. And um, the Shindin, I want to give 100% shout out to the beta builders. Yeah, thank you um, beta builders. Yeah, the Shindin, if anyone doesn't know, had a problem where you build one, it flies great. You build the second one, for some reason, the thing wouldn't fly. And even the beta builders uh, had problems with this too. But uh, Dale Stratton, I believe, was a major pioneer through this. Um, they figured out uh, some angles, some wing angles, um, flying front uh, canard, things like that. Mm -hmm. They got a consistent model. And uh, we're going to release that after the MiG-3. So, so we got come, one coming in March, Yep. possibly one obviously coming in April. Yep. The MiG-3 is the first one yep. of the two. As well as the, the, some, maybe some revamps and, of the of the other or, older warbirds, and we got a lot of really amazing builders out in our community and stuff. So we're going to make mm -hmm. sure when we release the uh, Mig three, the FT Mig three, that we also point people towards Nerd Nick Mig three as right. well. And that way you can choose. Uh, some people don't mind taking that, you know, the longer build time mm -hmm. and more exotic materials. We want to make sure you have two different paths you can choose: one yep. for speed and performance, the other one for a quick build time, and it's. Frankly, 90 miles an hour is still pretty fast. Yeah, still, still fast. But, still uh, still gets you up there. But a little bit more familiar technique. So we can yeah. hit both audiences. And uh, Nerd Nick, thank you for your contribution to the community and what you're doing. My man. Uh, we really appreciate you. And, and, of course, the beta builders. We love yeah. you guys. Appreciate it. All right, let's do one more. Sorry, right, I, one I just more? really talk a lot. That's yeah, okay. It's okay. <laughs> People want to we'll know. Do, we'll do a uh, quicker one. Okay. Craig wants to know which FT plane is your favorite to fly for both of you guys. Okay. Wow. What's your I well, I haven't flown all of them, which is really actually sad because I want to fly them all, <laughs> but just sometimes we just get busy and right now we can't fly here, et cetera, et cetera. My favorite one that I've flown up to this point oh, is probably to be honest, probably my mini scout. Mini I, it was my first plane I ever flew. Uh I got to fly it outdoors, I got to fly it indoors. Uh, things are just a blast. It, I, it really is. It and it and it tracks really well. I have yet to FPV mine, which you have said that that is a fun Gotta thing to do. do. Yeah. But I, which I will do at some point in time. We were throwing it around the shop earlier, by the way, uh, Josh and I seeing if it still glided and still does. So <laughs> that's does. good. It's been through, it's been through uh, a lot, uh, but that's probably my favorite. Um, and then I also actually really do like uh, the wings, our, our wings, both the Versa and, and the air. I, I really have enjoyed those too. So those are probably my couple, Josh, what, what about I you, sir? I love it. I love it. Um, man. They're like your babies. How I, are you choosing? Yeah, yeah. I don't want the other ones to hear it. How about this? I like planes. Yeah. I feel like I, I feel like I like planes. I like planes. I feel like you. Take a guess. Sea duck or arrow? Sea ducks one. Uh, sea duck. If, if I have the time to build, because any plane I fly does not last too long. I mm -hmm. either pass the transmitter until it's dead, or I do stupid stuff till it's dead. Um, yeah, sea duck would probably be my favorite plane to fly. It is okay. just so much fun. It is. Um, the plane I'm really connected to a lot is the Sportster, the FT okay. Sportster. Yeah. And uh, I love that vintage Americana air race kind of look. And the, the old Speedster, which was a, a three channel version, real slow flyer, was cool. But the Sportster with the four channels, that plane can do anything. You can yeah. fly 3D, you can fly smooth. It's it's just fun to watch in the air. And uh, I remember the first time you flew that was at JR, JR Indoor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was there. That's where I flew my mini scout, and you had that big Sportster, yes. and I, that was, was actually the, the old you, the old Speedster. Was that the old that was a three channel? Yeah. Oh, did you bring and the mini Sportster? The mini, well, the mini Speedster. Actually, you may have been around for the mini Sportster. Um, that was a little tiny one ripping yeah. around. Yeah, maybe that was okay. okay yeah. That was the, we had the mini Sportster. That's right. Yeah, and it was it was ridiculously fast. Yeah, it was. I remember. Um, I, I like the Sportster look so much. If, if you look behind your head, um, that is one I started about a year and a half ago, and it's a uh, ten and a half foot, hundred and eleven cc gasser. Oh wow! Uh, of the uh, of the Sportster. Wow. So uh, I love balsa wood building too, and and uh, I got like a dry spell, and I was like, that I is a question. Are you going to do balsa building? <laughs> Why, well, yes, I am. There, there, there will be. We'll be looking at all avenues of flight. Yeah. Uh, which, just to wrap up, we will we will be looking into all this in general aviation. Balsa, yeah. nitro, you know, we're going to be expanding the horizon to all those different things yeah. with within reason and within the future here in within the near future. Our goal is to break down hurdles of intimidation right. uh, with flight and use the flight as a tool to build relationships. Exactly. So 
So with the paramotors, the reason why we gravitated towards that, I mean, the new paramotor setup can be as much as thirteen to 15000 as cheap as ten for brand new. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you can go on eBay, but keep in mind the technology, right. not with so much the motor, although there's a lot of technology, but the wings. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different world on how we've grown and how the industry has grown with power paragliders. But our focus is we want to show what people can do quickly um, and have success in, have a great experience. And right. so we're going to go through every aspect of aviation. And uh, Bob's actually in the background right now. Uh, if anyone hasn't seen <laughs> background, the, Bob. background Bob, sorry, Bob. Um, but if anyone hasn't seen the episode you were in, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about, that was that was really cool. We did a walk around or you did a walk around with Bob right. on his Cessna. Exactly. Yeah, it was fa- it was fantastic. I learned so much, got to really understand what like what you need to go through to just get in the cockpit and get ready to fly. Yeah. I mean, there are so many things you have to make because it's your life on the line, yeah. you know, and that's what that's why we talk about it all the time. We're not experts in GA, in general aviation. Yeah. We are just facilitating for the experts just, to open up and, and talk to the masses. Yeah. And so that's that's why we do it. And we want to get everybody involved because we want to take it from, you know, building a kit to maybe building a, a gasser to yeah. flying an airplane. But we don't want any know? any form of a, of a ceiling on, right. on where you can go with flight. Because there is none. Down. There that, is there's literally none. You can go right up to space. Um, <laughs> That's right. And I have a feeling someday we'll have a, a flight test young man or woman, you know, in space. I would not, I would not uh, hesitate to say that. So but, uh, it's really cool. And, and look for future episodes. We have one called uh, All About Upset Recovery. Yep. And, um, and by the way, a huge thank you to the community. Uh, we put a shout out um, for, you know, with, with GA or general aviation content, mm-hmm. this is something outside of the store support. You right. Know, right now we're self-funding this to, to get this initiative going. And we ask the community for help to find us collaborative uh, relationships with the industry and also for sponsors. Right. And you guys delivered big time, you know, within the time that we released the very first Pete and Pull episode to now we have well over 300 uh, people that have reached out to help us in some way, sponsorship opportunities to help fund us, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you guys are literally making this part of flight test possible for us uh, through your knowledge, through sponsorship, things like that. Opportunities. And, thank um, you so much. From our from the deepest part of our heart, thank you so much. Because you're not only fulfilling our dream, like getting to learn how to fly paramotors, but you're also helping other people uh, see things beyond model aviation. That's right. And whether you stay in any aspect, that's your own choice. We just don't want to limit um, where the you opportunities, go. right? Yeah. And that, and that's the biggest thing. And that's what we're going to continue to do. We're going to continue to push that. If you want to be part of that and you haven't been a part of that, yeah. uh, we will have links down below to look at that sponsorship of, of also emails to whether you're creating opportunities for that. Um, also ideas about new, new planes and new, new yeah. multi-rotors and, and, and all these different things. Just continue to leave your comments down below. Really appreciate it. Um, subscribe if you haven't done so click that bell for notifications so you see when everything comes out so that you don't you're not behind the times or anything like that um she's over here laughing at me <laughs> no i'm laughing at him because <laughs> uh, they're always laughing at <laughs> each other love her. Uh, jen thanks so much for being here really thanks appreciate it me. you've been you've been such a sport not only here on the podcast but yeah i know he's, he's crazy you i'm not that. easy to live with it is what it is <laughs> thank you for your two beautiful sons they're awesome kids you guys have done an un- unbelievable yeah. job raising them josh thanks for being on the podcast yeah. as well i love it every time you're on um, and like I said, we'll, we will, uh, hopefully have Jen on another time and, and more spouses in the future. Yes. And if, uh, if you have a spouse that you'd like to see on the podcast, let us know in the comments below as well. <laughs> that could get dangerous, or, right? Or we can just have the wives take over and get Ooh, three yeah, of us just in here and just kick you guys oh, out. That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> I think it's a that. wonderful idea. <laughs> guys, thanks for being on here. Guys, thanks for watching and listening. Uh, and we will guys uh, see you guys next time. Take care. <laughs>